Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Metro Council votes against the RNC bill. Nashville's Convention and Visitor Corporation is hosting The Globe. Yes, The Globe soon to try to sell Nashville to the world. Plus, which Nashville stereotypes are true and which are false? We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. I can tell you, Stuart, that part of the stereotypes that uh, Nashville has is, uh, is home prices oh, man. are insane compared to the surrounding areas. Maybe not California, New York. Though they love our housing prices, uh, but the the stereotype of housing prices actually it's gone they, down. The median it, yeah. income, uh, the medium home price has gone down, and we learned that last week with our interview of Brad Reynolds. Yeah. So if you are curious about the housing market in Nashville, or if you are looking, maybe you think this is the time for you, make sure to reach out to Brad Reynolds at 615-856-3270. You can call, text him. You can tell him your favorite restaurant. Uh, he knows an incredible amount about Nashville. You can uh, look him up at thinkbrad.com. Also, he has an incredible YouTube channel over at Think Brad. You can learn about the real estate market. He actually does a cool walkthrough of some really nice kind of luxury places as well. Oh yeah, to see in Nashville. So that's always fun. And he's uh, trying to he's trying to hit 500 subscribers right now. So you could be you could be number you 500. Could be 500. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're doing a lot of giveaways with Brad. So make sure that you're staying on top of what's happening with Nashville real estate. Go to thinkbrad.com to learn more. All right. So over the last couple months, there's been this controversy of whether Nashville will get the RNC convention, the Republican National Convention in Nashville for 2024. And back in July, Metro Council was going to have a reading of a bill to bring in the RNC to Nashville. And then literally hours before the reading of the first bill, it was pulled from the, the Metro Council meeting. Yes. Fast forward a few weeks from that. That was the beginning of July. Last week, uh, there was another bill presented to have the RNC here in the city of Nashville. And last Tuesday, the Metro Council voted no on having the RNC in Nashville for 2024. Well, to clarify, it wasn't to have them. It was to invite them and to invite, uh, invite uh, to, to, to have, have the necessary yeah. resources to invite them. It was between Nashville and Milwaukee, Milwaukee, as of uh, as of before, right before the August 2nd vote by Metro Council, Milwaukee had a really, really strong hand. I don't really think it was likely that Nashville would have been uh, uh, chosen, even if we did send a, a kind of formal invitation. It was really there's uh, the, the reason it got pulled the first time was about security concerns. I don't think I think the security concerns were about how is Metro going to provide that security, maybe a budgetary thing. So uh, not entirely clear. Uh, it tried to go to the state assembly. I don't think anything got accomplished there really like they wanted it to Got kicked back down to Nashville where they tried to present the reading of a bill. Uh, and, and they actually held a vote on this uh, and uh, members voted 10 uh, yay, 22 nay, and three abstentions. Five council members were also not present uh, for this. Uh, so Nashville voted against hosting the Republican National Convention 
in Nashville. And the funding was essentially there from the state. The state said that they had put uh, budgets into $50 million, I believe, to, to host the Republican National Convention, also extending the invitation to the Democratic uh, yep. National Convention. Either one would have been fine for them to come into Nashville. And both um, of them would have generated a lot of revenue. Yeah, there's a lot of revenue that could have uh, come from this. Uh, but it's, it's very interesting to see that we uh, that Nashville as a whole or the Metro Council members voted no. Um, but there's I mean, there's there's been a lot kind of in this that we've talked about in previous episodes. Um, but uh, if, if you want to learn that, you can go into our archives, uh, type in Republican National Convention or RNC to see that. But the big question behind the Metro Council saying no to this event uh, there, there's a huge thing happening uh, about a week and a half here in Nashville, and it's one of the largest conventions of this sort, and it's basically a convention that's going to happen here in Nashville for all of the other conventions. So these like these are the decision makers coming to Nashville for all large type scale uh, conventions. Worldwide, really? Worldwide, yeah. And so there are all, a lot of people will be here in Nashville and seeing Nashville. And so the question that really is posed right now is the – the Metro Council saying no and not inviting the RNC here to Nashville. Is this going to affect uh, conference business in Nashville? According to the Tennessean, uh, before the pandemic, the tourism count forty uh, the tourism count of people coming and visiting Nashville. All of that visitation, 40% of that came from conferences and conventions wow. happening here in the city of Nashville. That's a higher number than I expected. Which is extremely uh, an extremely large number. And uh, that's one of the only areas in Nashville that truly has not recovered to pre-pandemic levels. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I think some people may be worried uh, that Metro Council saying no to the uh, RNC invitation and getting all of those details worked out could put a bad spotlight yep. on other things trying to uh, come to town. Or, not it even, put, or it could put a good spotlight on things. Uh, coming to town. Well, yeah, but not even yeah. political things. It could show other, uh, other events that Nashville is not as friendly as our reputation may have shown us uh, previously to be. Uh, and, and so this large event that Stuart's talking about, it's being put on uh, with, with the help of the uh, visitors and convention uh, Bureau, it's also put together with a lot of national tourism leaders and also uh, really the head of this, it's in the name of the event is the American Society of Association Executives. That's the convention that's coming into town August 20th to 23rd. According to the Tennessee, and they hope to attract as many group meetings to town as possible to fill the ever-growing number of hotel rooms opening and to keep bars and restaurants full uh, and uh, obviously hoping to make up for lost revenue with the rnc and really the world cup as well yeah, i that, think that, is i think is the thing that's thing not said it yeah. is not said in here but very true by the end of this year six thousand five hundred and sixty seven more hotel rooms will be open downtown compared to 2019 which is a lot and wow. another eight hotels are in the pipeline for next year. And I don't even think that's including the Ritz-Carlton. No, because the Ritz will not open next there's, there's, year. There, there's no way it's going that fast. Um, so last time that the uh, this organization came to Nashville, they had almost a direct spending of, let's see, it was $131 million, I believe. 
So it, it, I don't think it okay, was the so direct spending from that conference, but that conference led to events that produced that much money, I believe. Is uh, that right? Yeah. So um, this is the second time that the ASAE uh, has held its convention in Nashville in eight years. In 2014, it was a catalyst for 125 leads that secured 41 bookings at the Music City Center. And you have to remember, 2014, a year prior is when the Music City Center opened. Uh, I think that was fully Wow, so it's then. almost been a decade yeah, almost, yeah. since the Music City Center's uh, been open. That convention brought in uh, $120.5 in direct spending and $21 million in state and local tax revenue. Right, and, and that was 2014, 2013 to 2014, but how, like, it was and that, so, were, were those leads coming in in 2019? Probably. Yeah. Because in the convention world, you have to plan out five to seven years ahead. Sure. So it's uh, with all the exciting things that have happened in Nashville since, uh, I, I think that that has a good indicator that it will only get better. So very excited about that. Let us know. Do you think uh, that this is going to be a successful event. What does Nashville now have to offer? They didn't have that they didn't have in 2014. We have the luxury, a lot of, and a lot of specialized events yeah. that Nashville has put on and since then the way better food scene, way better food scene. Yes. Preds have uh, advanced in the playoffs a lot more and we'll have and the, the Titans have too. <laughs> we have the fifth and broad. Yeah. There's a lot there. I, I'm excited for what's to come. We'll see how it goes. All right, let's head over to explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville, tip of the day, it's a great day to learn about some history and history of what, you may ask. That's the Ryman Auditorium. And indoor history, because uh, maybe some scattered thunderstorms it's today. Just, it's August, everybody. The thunderstorms are rolling in. Yep. The thunder rolls and the lightning strikes. And you can learn about some of the stars at the Ryman Auditorium <laughs> by taking nice. a self-guided tour. Uh, I believe it's... We're going to keep it. Yeah, we're going to keep it budget-friendly for 20, the Ryman tour. $25, I think. $30. I don't know the exact price. It may have changed since the last time I took a self-guided tour. Yeah. Uh, but the self-guided tour, I would recommend maybe with reading about 45 minutes, give or take, depending on if you stop and read everything. In all honesty, if you can if you can pay for the guided tour, the backstage tour, I would highly recommend that because you're going to learn more insightful things about artists who have performed at the Ryman. But the really cool thing about the Ryman is there's a 13-minute movie called The Soul of Nashville, and it talks about the history of the Ryman Auditorium and how they almost knocked it down, how was, how was it the home of the Grand Old Opry for over 30 years. It's an incredible venue. I would highly recommend it. And then what do you do afterwards with that self-guided tour? Oh, I don't know. Maybe go walk out the other side of the Ryman Auditorium and you're presented with a glorious plethora of food. Yeah, like Assembly Food Hall. And you get to choose from, uh, oh, I think, over 30 different restaurants at Fifth and Broad and Assembly Food Hall. Do you think we can name them all sitting here? No. Okay. I'm not even going to try because I will get super hungry doing that. Yeah, I would too. And I'll want to just leave the show and uh, go to fifth and broad right now. <laughs> yeah. Except for if the parking's really bad, if there's an event. Yeah. Right I, I've noticed that several times I've tried to go into fifth and broad, the fifth Avenue side or representative John Lewis way side uh -huh. has been closed. Yep. And then several only times only Broadway side is open. Yeah. So only yep. the Broadway side is open. So uh, you, if, if you've experienced that as well, just go to the Broadway side. It's much safer to go into. All right. So check out the Ryman auditorium self-guided tour then treat yourself to some great food at fifth and broad that is explorers Nashville tip of the day.
Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Blessed Day Coffee. If you're looking for some caffeine and you, you're just, man, it's, a, it's, a, it's an August day and you're like, I don't know if it's thunderstorming, if it's raining, if it's in the 80s, if it's 100, I don't know. It's August in Nashville. The average temperature in August is 89 degrees here in the city of Nashville. So mm. that's, a, that's a nice temperature, but the average yeah. humidity is over 90%. So have fun <laughs> with that. Uh, Blessed Day Coffee, you can turn some of their coffee into iced coffee. They also have... Let's let's full screen that yeah. to, to show a few of their, their blends that they have there. Um, you can't go wrong. Depending on your preferences, if you're dark roast, light roast, they have everything for you there. Their Costa Rica honey, chef's kiss, fantastic. Yes, so I just made that into a French press the other day. And I let it steep for probably 35 minutes. Did you sleep? It was incredible. Because that's a lot of caffeine, thankfully, sir. Thankfully, I had it like 7 o'clock in the morning. But it <laughs> gave me enough caffeine kick to last all day. And I'm like, I need to start doing this. The French press cold brew. Yeah. And be like, oh, yeah. Uh, they have a great Nicaragua blend. They have a great blonde roast blend, Ethiopia blend. I mean, and the good part is, you have you can, had this uh, the Java Blue Sade Estate Blend, the Indian uh, Indian. Uh, I can't even say the word right now. Uh, yes, the. Uh, are you talking about the Java one? Which one are you talking about? This one, yeah, that one, the Java. Yeah, okay. I've had. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Um, you can't go wrong with any of these blends. Also, uh, I'm going to make sure that you guys still have the coupon code on the screen with XPLR20 at checkout at blessedaycoffee.com. Get twenty percent off. Who's doing that? 20% off for amazing, uh, incredibly fresh, sustainable coffee, highly caffeinated coffee if you get the caffeinated blends. And uh, if you are in the Nashville area, there's no reason why you shouldn't just go into our show notes, go to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com, click the Blessed Day link, or just go to BlessedDayCoffee.com. Get it right now uh, because they have free delivery for the Nashville area. Let's talk about some Nashville stereotypes. Comment right now on our YouTube channel or send us a DM on Instagram. What is a Nashville stere- a stereotype that's your favorite? Or, or that's, uh, yeah, a Nashville stereotype that's your favorite or one you hear all the time that, you know, that's definitely not that's true, but I like, hear it all the time. That's false. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to be talking about there's an article in uh, this website called Only in Your State. And they, it, they cover all 50 states. It's a huge organization. Yeah, and, and they're uh, they're. Articles, 12 stereotypes about Nashville that need to be put to uh, rest right now. Uh, we're going to be talking about if those stereotypes are true or false. So they're saying all of these are, are false, but actually there may be some that are true. So uh, we're going to go to this article. Uh, we're going to be showing all this stuff on the screen as well. Um, yeah. if, if, we, uh, if, if we have some visuals like we will upcoming in this first one. So if you're watching... Uh, congratulations. If you're not go to Nashville daily podcast.com. All right. So the first one is big hair is the only way to go. And they have a fabulous photo of Dolly Parton. And is this stereotype true or not true? Let's see what they say. <laughs> uh, not for the rest of Nashville, but forever for Dolly because we love her forever. Yes. And, and, and a lot of these are not just Nashville stereotypes, but kind of Southern stereotypes that are put onto Nashville because Nashville, uh, is, is a very popular destination. So, uh, we're seeing a lot of these st- Southern stereotypes, big hair. Yes, that is a Southern stereotype. It, it, you will see it, but it's not everywhere, even though people may think so. But the eighties are coming back everybody. So the big <laughs> hair may be back in soon. This is a thing that I would say is in, in Nashville all the time. Blue jeans are business casual here in the city of Nashville. Yeah, so people may think that that's the, so the only interstate article is saying that that's false. 
I would argue that it's a nice compromise. I think we have a lot of business, business casual, depending on what industry you're in can be very different. I, 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 I yeah, think, especially so, when you're in the, especially if you're in the music industry. So they say our booming job industry simply won't allow that at all. Plus the music execs question mark. Just no. Uh, I think blue jeans. I, I would, I would make an exception. Blue jeans. If in the right context could be business casual here. In yeah. Nashville. Blue jeans and tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> that, that has to be the scenario. Black for black jeans. Casual. So black jeans. I'll change it to, from blue jeans to black jeans. Black jeans and tattoos. Yes. Then it's a business casual. There you go. Yes. Uh, number 10 on this list. The stereotype is we are all crazy religious. Yeah. Uh, so that is, I, I think the stereotype could have been true. Maybe 10 uh, years 10, ago. 50 years ago. Yeah. 50 um, years ago. The, the really interesting thing is churches are declining here in Nashville. So we have like the highest rate of churches closing nationwide. Uh, and I think that's coming from Pew Research. Uh, so it, it, it's really It's probably also because dynamic. we had a high percentage of churches to begin with. That's true. We had, we had the most <laughs> per churches per capita in the United States. And that's what we're going to talk about on Friday, everybody, is why is Nashville called the buckle of the Bible belt or the Protestant Vatican. We're going to talk about our nickname on Friday. So stay tuned for that. We're going to dive deep into more of that crazy, crazy religion stuff. Number nine, the uh, stereotype that uh, only in your state is saying is wrong. Is that butter is a food group? No, that's absolutely right. That butter is the, uh, butter is the but, chef's secret. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what else is a good food group and good vegetable macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Some people are like, macaroni and cheese is not a vegetable. But here in Nashville, it's a vegetable, everybody. Yes. That's why it's served at every meat and three restaurant with the veggies, because mac and cheese is a vegetable. So you heard it first from me. Go eat your mac and cheese. All right. With butter. Number eight, cowboy boots are the norm. This is definitely the stereotype that is absolutely incorrect about Nashville. And what I find Yet. funny about this photo, I think we just need to show this photo. This photo, photo is funny. This is what happens on Broadway after a night out is you're on crutches with cowboy boots. Yeah, you drop your iPhone in the toilet and you're like, man, these cowboy boots just hurt my ankles so bad. I have to have crunches, crutches. Uh, but I, I think this one is probably the most perceived about Nashville. Yeah, everyone thinks we're rednecks. And, and so people prepare coming to Nashville with, so many cowboy boots and cowboy outfits That's and true. I need to I need to dress like a cowboy or a cowgirl to be a part of Nashville because uh, everyone which, thinks we're from Texas yeah. but we're not we're in Tennessee folks and uh, they are the only ones dressed like that in the city when they come in yeah, with, it's, with it's, a few exceptions it's the Broadway one okay so this next one is kind of funny because it's actually not true at all uh, is everybody 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 there's, there's, there's no e everybody drives a truck yeah. And uh, have you tried moving in Nashville and finding a truck? It's very difficult to find somebody with a truck. There are a lot of work trucks. Yes. In Nashville. There a is. A lot of semi trucks. Yes. <laughs> uh, but but not I only have two friends that have a pickup. In in the actual city proper. Yeah. Not not a lot of trucks. So that, now, is, that, go, is, that is a true stereotype that is false. Now, if you go out to Lebanon. If that makes sense. Or Franklin, everyone and their mother has a pickup. That is, that is correct. That, that's true. So. Uh, parking spaces are so small. That's true. In the city, that makes it a pain. Those those parking spots for Priuses <laughs> can't pick uh, fit a Ford 250. No. Mm -mm. All right. The uh, number six, the rumors uh, or the uh, stereotypes that only Interstate says is wrong is that everyone plays an instrument. Now, I I'm going to throw the Uno reverse onto this stereotype because I don't think that uh, 
people don't understand the amount of talent yeah. in Nashville. That's true. So I'm going to say more often than not, I've heard when people come into town, they realize that, wow, everybody plays. Everybody hey. sings just like the song. Uh, uh, so people don't realize how much talent is in here. And, and that's not even a thought of their mind until they experience Nashville. And they're like, Oh wow. So if, uh, if, if a random person walked up onto a stage at a concert, they're, they're actually going to be very good. It's, it's kind of like that, uh, <laughs> that situation that happened to the Chicago Blackhawks a few years ago where, Oh yes, this their, is awesome. Their, their goalie, uh, <laughs> their was third out. string goalie. All their goalies were out. Yeah. And there was a fan <laughs> sitting in the arena and he was a goalie in like high school and college and stuff. And they had to bring him in to play hockey for the, at the he Black did Hawks. fantastic, he did super well. So it just, it's like that situation here in Nashville. Like yeah. you, you could be like at the Ryman and you're like, all of a sudden like this guy just comes up and he's like the best guitar player in the world. Yeah. 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 Or so, best banjo player in the world. Yeah, you just so have no idea. Throwing the Uno reverse card on that. The, one. the thing I find interesting about that topic in general is I have, I have met so many musicians here in Nashville that can play 10, 15, 20 different types of instruments and play every single one of them very well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number five stereotypes that uh, exist for people in Nashville that are false. It's only country music here in Nashville. And of course that's false. Uh, if you're not from Nashville, that may be a stereotype that you hold about Nashville. That's true. If you live in Nashville, you already know. Country music what is is very predominant in Nashville, but honestly, most musicians who are here are pursuing uh, uh, really the singer songwriter uh, type of experience here in Nashville, and also that combines into pop, Christian, uh, hip hop, jazz. Yeah, Na Nashville has a very large underground hip hop scene, and it's going to be off the charts, like they say, uh, in the next few years. <laughs> Yeah, so so definitely, if you've been here in Nashville, you know that one is not true. Uh, number four stereotypes that are false, according to this article. We all say y'all. I say uh, y'all now, Stuart. Yeah, I, I was say about to say you. You would be the person to say you guys I'll to you, you guys, you, you guys. But but I would I would argue since I've known you, you've kind of meandered into the y'all camp. Uh, it's easier to say. Yeah, <laughs> it's quicker to say too. So it feels I, like the lazier uh, way. But I do it. I do say more efficient. Yeah. yeah. So I, I would say that that, that that's kind of true. That's kind of true. I we, think it, we all say we 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 all say y'all. It's yeah, just easier. It, it's 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 interesting looking at like people from California that move here in New York to see how long they pick up on just that little small saying. It takes a few years. Uh, in all honesty, like it takes it took me probably five years to really start saying y'all in conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I was about to say I've 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 noticed it more the past like. Maybe a year or two. I, oh, think. Yeah. I would say I'm using it at least 10,000% more <laughs> than what now, I, yeah, I yeah. was doing. Uh, this one's really interesting. Uh, and I'll have a solid twang. Yeah. So this article saying that the stereotype is that everybody in Nashville has a real, like, you know, deep southern, twang, deep southern twang. accent. It's not true. Absolutely not. It's not true. My, uh, my wife is born and raised and went to college here. She doesn't have a twang. We just met three people that born and raised in Nashville. They don't have a twang. Now, when you drive 30 minutes out of here, everybody has a twang if they're born and raised. Yeah. When yeah. you drive 30 minutes out in either direction, Dixon, that's especially like Dixon, Southeast Nashville, Columbia. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, stereotype number two on the list. We're counting down. 
uh, to one. One of the stereotypes that they say is not true is we all have a carry permit. Well, this was written in 2017, 2016 before was it 17? The, uh, 17 or 16, 2016 uh, before the uh, bill came in to where constitutional we, carry. Everybody, we now do not have to carry a permit. So yeah, you do not. Uh, but before that, uh, that would be about 50% true. But we learned, some, we, we learned something really interesting. In the early 90s, uh, there was only 125 people permitted to carry a firearm. In the state. In the state. Which is that, wild. Which is insane to think about. But now if you go everywhere, one of the big crimes happening in Nashville are firearms stolen from unlocked vehicles. Yep. So make sure to lock up your firearms if you're carrying, folks. And the number one stereotype in this article, I really don't think they were putting in any importance order, uh, stereotype that is false is we only eat great comfort food, uh, only ever. So people but probably think that, that that people, you know, this is more of a Southern thing than a national thing, only eat biscuits, gravy, fried chicken, what are you talking hot about? chicken. What are you talking about? All that's, that stuff. That's basically all I eat. And it's true. That's <laughs> That's all I eat, except for the chef and I. Uh, they bring it to a whole nother level. Uh, and, uh, but I think I, th- I think uh, it's 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 not true. I think Nashville has a, a large variety uh, of of restaurants and and stuff. But the experience of eating those things and cooked here, really in the South, general compared to coming to anywhere else, uh-huh. is definitely a better experience. So it's probably where the stereotype comes from, because we want to share that cooking with people who haven't had it before. Yeah. So it may appear, it may appear like that's all we eat. I bring a lot of people to hot chicken places. Yeah. And I eat a lot there of mac you go. and cheese. And those kind of people. comfort food sides mm-hmm. and stuff are very well represented in those yeah. restaurants. So, so let us know what your favorite stereotype is. And if you have a stereotype about Nashville, I think in the future we may be doing stereotype of different neighborhoods. Ooh. Let us know in the comment below what neighborhood should we cover first. <laughs> yeah, so also, if you have anything that would have fit into that list, what national stereotype is false but maybe often heard or talked about, let us know in the comments or send us a message. Uh, any other stereotypes that you think are true like about mac Nashville? I can smell right now, guys. Oh, man, that's good. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production. Copyright 2022.